Hello, this is Bill Lytell again for some wisdom for your walk, common sense teachings of the Bible and learning through living. I want to speak to you today about a subject uh, that has uh, for long been on my heart, and I've seen people, Christian people, become foolish. And I just want to try to help you get a grip on this and take it for what you will. David said in 2 Samuel twenty two thirty five, He teacheth my hands to war, so that a bow of steel is broken in mine arms. Uh, it was repeated again, of course, as you know, in Psalm eighteen thirty four, Psalm one forty four one, Psalm of David says, "Blessed be the Lord, my strength; He teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight." Uh, David uh, has slew his ten thousand, Saul his thousands. David was a man of war; he knew what it was <clears throat> to defend himself and have to ward off the enemy. He also gave credit to God uh, for keeping him safe, <clears throat> excuse me, and for, and for helping him in times of war. And so it, it was a balance between two things, trusting in God that he will help you where you cannot help yourself, and the trusting in your, your God-given abilities to do with your mind, your common sense, and your body to do for yourself what you can do for yourself. It's been said, and I've heard it said numbers of times, God will not do for you what you can do for yourself. Let me give you some examples. God's not going to read the Bible for you. Uh, that Bible will sit there. The truth and, and the wisdom of the ages will sit there uh, for the, your whole life, and it will not transmit into your head or your brain unless you're willing to take the time of your abilities, which what you've been given, your eyesight or your hearing, if you hear the Bible, read the Bible, and your desire to take uh, take that time to read or know the Word of God. So what you can do for yourself is you can read or listen to the Bible. Then what God does when you do that is He opens the Scriptures to your understanding that you can know them. Because the carnal man cannot understand the things of God, only the spiritual man. And so natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness, and neither can he know them for, the spirit, for their spiritually discerned. So, <clears throat> I guess what I'm trying to get at this morning, this morning, <clears throat> or this podcast, is that you have, uh, I, I, let me give you an example. I was talking to an old lady, her husband had died recently, and he was a, he was a smart man, a man of, of common sense. He was an oil man, uh, had worked on rigs for years, and she uh, he carried a gun, had a gun in the home, carried a gun, had a carry, personal carry permit. He believed in, in doing all he could to defend his house, his life, and his liberty. And he did, so he carried a weapon. That was his choice. Never had to use it, but he had it with him. He believed that he should do everything he could do to protect his family, and then that God would pick up and then do what he could not do which was uh, thousands and thousands of situations and things that God could not, that God could do for you, you wouldn't even know about. Keeping criminals from stopping at your house, making, having them stay away from you, or if you indeed had to confront them, give you the advantage over them as he did David. Remember, it says, God taught my, taught my hands to war, my fingers to fight. Um, he teached my hands to war three, three different, 
times mentioned in the Bible and, and more. And so I talked to his widow. He's been dead a few months. And I asked his widow the other night, I said, do you have a gun in the house? She said, well, I've got one in the front bedroom there, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to use it. I just trust the Lord. I just pray, and God is going to protect me. Now, let me try to sober you up a little bit. Um, that sounds noble, doesn't it? That sounds deeply spiritual, doesn't it? I'm going to pray, and God's going to protect me because I believe what he, I believe in prayer, and I have faith to believe He's going to protect me. I was going door to door one uh, oh, about thirty years ago. And I stopped by an old elderly woman's house. She was 85 years old. And uh, I stopped by to give her the gospel. And she was already a sweet, born-again Christian, loved God. She said, son, because I was in my 20s, she was 85. She said, son, could I, could I just talk to you? I need to talk to somebody. I'm, I'm just broken. And I said, oh, sure, ma'am, sure. We sat down at a couple chairs facing each other. And um, she said, my husband is had a stroke and is disabled in bed, cannot get out of bed himself. And he's in the back bedroom there in the, in the bedroom, and he's in bed and can't get out. He hears and he understands what's going on, but he's just disabled. Uh, I hired a lawn boy to mow our lawn because my husband couldn't do it anymore, a 20-some-year-old young man to mow our lawn. He said, she said, one day, and she began to weep. She stopped, was broken, had a hard time telling me about it. She said, I just need to tell somebody about this. She said, uh, one day that young man came in and raped me uh, in the room next to where my husband was. He heard what was going on, but he could not get out of bed to help me. And obviously she had no weapon. Uh, she had no self-defense mechanism. And she was, and God, let me say this truthfully, God allowed her to be raped. Now, for an 85-year-old woman, that is beyond traumatic, uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, in every way. Uh, she was raped by this young man. And she said, Bill, or uh, Bill, why did God allow that to happen in my life? Why would, at 85, I love Jesus. I've served him all these years, and I want to do his will. And, and, and she was legitimate, folks. And you can question all you want to. You holier-than-thou folks go out there and say, oh, you know, if she'd have been right with God. That would have never happened to her. But you do not know that, and you cannot say that for, and, and know it for sure. Absolutely not. Everything I, everything I, my spirit discerned in the situation <clears throat> was that this woman was uh, an honest, born-again believer that knew Jesus and had walked with him many, many years. And God allowed that tragedy to happen to her. That sobered me up. That sobered me up. God will not do for you what you can do for yourself. She, she could have had a weapon and a gun there and stopped that young man from doing that and, and also stopped her husband from hearing that horror and then not being able to do a thing about it. Bad things happen to born-again believers. I have case after case, missionary recently in Papua New Guinea. I went to Papua New Guinea with his young wife and a kid or so, and he was a pilot down to Papua New Guinea, and he and his wife were down there, and he got a house for her and some relative security. I do not know all the details of the story, and I'm not blaming him for anything. I'm just telling you what happened. Uh, they were he, had, he flew away. He would fly away for a day or so to help some missionaries in parts of Papua New Guinea. 
a gang of uh, men came in her home one day. Evidently, she didn't have a weapon or she didn't use a weapon or it wasn't readily available to her or she wasn't aware that she may need one. I don't know what the situation was, but I can tell you what happened. Those men came in and gang raped that woman in front of her two children. One child was five years old. He has been deeply, deeply uh, disturbed by what he saw and heard. They did not hurt her. She, If she cooperated with them, they wouldn't kill her kids, basically was the way it was. And she was raped by these men. When her husband came back, of course, it was a horror and a horrible story. You couldn't write, you couldn't write fiction any worse than this. And they came back from the field. They came back for about a year, hoping she could heal up over this thing. And they went back to the field, and she just could not take it, the, the, uh, the fear and remembrance of what happened there. And there was not a way to give her security. So uh, they came back permanently from the field. Bad things happen to born-again Christians. Now, there are stories that I don't have time to say on this podcast of this happening over and over again to born-again people. Young girls are raped. Young born-again girls are raped. Uh, some of them murdered uh, because they run around like there's no trouble and that God's going to somehow do for them what they can do for themselves. But many times he will not. Uh, I went up to Alaska here a few years ago, and they warn you when you go up to Alaska in the Northwest Territory, Yukon, that there are grizzly bears, and that if they smell blood, they'll eat you. While my wife and I were up there, two young girls, I don't know if they were saved or not, but two young girls were killed and eaten by a grizzly bear because uh, he had smelled some blood or food. They didn't have a weapon on them. Uh, they did not do for themselves what they could, and God did not save them. Folks, what do I have to tell you? How do I have to shake you into defending yourself? That you should do all that you can do. You don't live in fear. We don't we don't live in fear, but I have a weapon. I'm giving a podcast right now. I have a weapon beside me here in my office. I have a weapon in every room of the house. I have a, I've always had a concealed weapon permit since I was a young man. I have a weapon in my vehicle. Why? Because I believe like the old little boy scouts be prepared. A man should be prepared, just like David said, that God has taught my hands to war and my fingers to fight. So God has taught my hands to war and my fingers to fight. And if God in his mercy will give me the jump on somebody or give me the drop on somebody that is trying to destroy me or my family, I'm going to shoot him. And then, uh, which is, by the way, permitted in the book of Deuteronomy of self-defense. Well, you can agree or disagree with this, but I can tell you in life, if you live long enough, you're going to see these situations happen and play way out. Let's go back to that old woman whose husband had died. She said, I'm just going to pray and God's going to keep me safe. That is naive, spiritually naive, uh, to believe that somehow God's going to do for you what you already have, the ability. Basically, God's already given you the ability to defend yourself. But if you will not use that ability, very likely he will not go further than that and allow you to receive the consequences of your decision. Please be helped by this. Some wisdom for your walk.